thanks for joining me, Ian Delaney, all the way from the Big Smoke in Dublin. <laughs> Hello, everybody. How are you this evening? I'm super, yeah. Yeah, really good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm delighted you could join me here. I've been an avid admirer of your work now for quite a few months when I discovered your work online. I, when I moved back from South Africa, I moved to live by the sea in Galway because to oh, me, yeah. my soul is just at home and happy when I'm by the sea. Yeah. And then to find your artwork with all these magnificent um, sea and ocean, oh, the ocean and the wave, just like behind you there. Yeah. Um, that, I presume that's one of your paintings. Yeah, and it is actually. Yeah, that was... No one else's artwork allowed in the house anyway. <laughs> Well, that's actually technically incorrect. I do have originals from other artists. Like, oh, lovely. The behind me was claimed by my wife, uh, Amanda, and she said, you're never selling that. That's mine. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. And but, so when I could see your, your artwork, and um, you can tell me a bit more about them, it just took my breath away because it's so realistic. I actually had to look and see, is, it, is that really a painting when I first saw? <laughs> like, I mean, and that's such a compliment yeah, to I you. Do, so. I take that as an immense compliment oh and your artwork brings me so much joy i have to say and thank you for rediscovering your gift yes yes it has been great yeah yeah so tell us ian right so a few questions and then yeah. feel free to tell me anything because i'm always full of questions i'm very <laughs> nosy <laughs> i will answer them if i can yeah were you artistic? You clearly you've got this gift, this wonderful gift. Did you use your art, and were you like creative in this way as a child growing up? Yeah, I, like I probably would have uh, done quite a lot of drawing in my younger days. Right. Uh, and I remember in sixth class, I I was entered into a credit union art competition, and I think I won a prize. Oh. Uh, so I was only quite young and I think I got second place or something like that and that was the first time I remember my art being uh, like on the radar but as a kid it was just obviously to me it was just drawn and, and, and yeah. doodling so to speak like and, and that continued on through my early teens but it was probably when I hit about 13 or 14 that I really started to commit a huge or want to do a huge amount of time to creating and, and I started drawing then I started doing pen and ink drawings and then I started you know dabbling with with different mediums and then by the time we probably hit about 14 or 15 I was starting to paint and I just loved it and then I just couldn't stop I was just doing it morning noon and I, as soon as I was finished in school I'd be straight back home and I'd want to create and I'd want to paint and, and I had friends that were artists as well so that was great oh because wow. we're able then to encourage each other and you had somebody to show your work to and that kind of led to more and it was kind of uh yeah that was my that was my teenage years without doubt was 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 creating and and yeah by the time I hit then my kind of you know late teens and was leaving school I got a place in art college right and uh I actually had harbored these dreams of you know being a professional artist and it was something that I really kind of wanted to do or could see myself doing but uh I you know the things that I used to paint probably would have been maybe palatable to people in terms of like I did a lot of dragons and warriors and things like that and I remember the lady 
who was interviewing me in the in the art college uh, when I was applying for the place. She said, you won't be able to paint that stuff in here. And it was almost like she dismissed my entire portfolio in one fell swoop. And the knock to my confidence uh, in an already, you know, for a teenager that had a, you know, lack of confidence as it is when you're grown in, at that time, it just seemed to, to, yeah. to take the wind out of my sails a little bit. And uh, I ended up turning down the place in art college, even though I love, still love painting, I still loved creating. Uh, it just... It, it mm. kind of stepped me back a little bit, like yeah. Yeah, well, it's very personal, you mm. know. Yeah, yeah. Very, very much, like yeah, yeah. Well, gosh, so yeah. you didn't take that place. You went on to do something else. No. I and turned did down you... and I got a job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in the real yeah. world. <laughs> the real world, like yeah. But I continued, I continued to paint and I continued okay. uh, to draw and and uh, I got contacted by by a hero of mine. Uh, Irish artist by the name of Jean Fitzpatrick and my old art teacher in secondary school I kept in touch with her and she uh, encouraged me to send off my work to this gentleman and uh, he replied back to me and, and I'll never forget it and he did say the standard that I was painting at for my age was was incredible which was like a, a, wow. all over by such a compliment from from a hero yeah but uh, I think by the time I hit my early 20s uh, 21, 22, I think it was. That's when the the break started to come on, like, and and the the pain pushes started getting put down at that point, you know. Yeah, I guess you know that that was like party season, the twenties. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that was like the roaring twenties, the, the roaring twenties. That, that was exactly it. Yeah, because, like, I, it's more important I had, things to do. <laughs> yeah, I had committed so much time in my teenage years. And I, and I had done so much painting uh, mm. over that time that all of a sudden I discovered socializing and I discovered alcohol. Yeah. And unfortunately, that kind of seemed to take over and, and, the, and the, the paintbrushes and the pictures were left behind, you know, that way. So that was uh, the beginning of, of, of stopping. And it was mad because for many years after, uh, and I didn't paint, you know, for, for, for years after that, it was something like a gap of about 17 years from, from, wow. from one painting to the next one. And it was, I tried loads of time and I used to take out my old paintings and I'd show Amanda, I'd show family and friends and say, this is what I used to be able to do. And this is what, you know, what I could create. And I'd look back at them and go, wow, you know, I'd love to be able to do that again. And I used to take out the, the, you know the the, the art board and, and the pencils and I and I tried so many times to get back to it but it was gone it was just I just didn't feel it anymore and had so many failed attempts that I just thought to myself that that's it it's it was something from my past it was something I was right. really good at in my younger days but it's obviously it's gone now like and that was yeah and that's how it felt wow yeah. that's very that's very interesting gee mm. And when you, obviously, we were all very sidetracked in our 20s. <laughs> You're not alone, so don't feel guilty. <laughs> um, but did you feel a loss at not doing your art? Was that, you know, that's your creative gift. Did you, or were you just too sidetracked, really? I was too sidetracked. I, I didn't, yeah. like, like, I was disappointed on the, it's, you know, when I would make attempts mm. to come back and fail, I would have been disappointed. Yeah. Uh, 
but I, as I said, I'd quickly move on. There was like life was busy. I, like I was starting yeah. family at that stage already. I was working constantly with myself and the man that had, had bought a house. Like so, you know, yeah. we were working around the clock to pay for mortgages and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so, like, yeah. And art know, is is something that takes time. Any creative just, interest, it takes time and that headspace. And, and that's what I, you know, that's what I, I was going to come on to as well with you, because I've been talking about this week um, about the importance of creating and making that time for a headspace for whatever creative flair or flow that we do have for yeah. our well-being, because for our mental and emotional health, I think it's vital. And I know for me, I just... I, I'm not creative in the artistic sense, but I did discover a creativity that I never knew existed when I started running. Oh, and yes, yeah. It's, it's like it's like I'm sure like you have for your art. It's like you become a channel. And I was I would write poetry and do, and I would have all of these things like wow. for my work that just come through me. And you're like, whoa, where did that come from? And yeah. it's the most incredible feeling of being in that state of awe and flow. And so, yeah. Doing something that you love and that's what it is like, yeah. 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 When you're relaxed and doing something that you love, it just flows. Yeah. yeah. So how, and I have a funny feeling your wife Amanda will have a little um, part to play in this but where or at what point did you rediscover because you said you had a lot of frustration that your art you felt it just wasn't there at yeah. what point being now a, a big grown-up man <laughs> a full <laughs> adult at what point did you try or you know tell me about that, that, well, that it, was, it was a pretty specific moment oh um, and we were on and and this is it had been quite many years since I'd actually made the last attempt so to speak mm. and out of nowhere we were on uh holidays with my young kids and amanda and we were sitting around the kitchen table and we were the kids were drawn and i was drawn right just yeah. doodling little things on on the, the paper and i remember just getting immersed and drawn this dragon uh and i must have spent probably about 40 minutes at it uh and when i finished it was just the kids were like, wow, Dad, you can do that, like, yeah, was, yeah. Do you want me to do another one, like? And they were like, yeah, do one for me, please, do one for me. And and it literally was like something was just reignited again. And it, it was just an absolutely, I'll never forget. It. it was beautiful to go, wow, you can still do it, like you still can do it, and. I went, when we came home, I took out all the old paintbrushes and I did my first painting and it was just like an, a, a fire had been lit in my belly again. And I was incredibly proud of When I look back at it now, I would say like that it's almost amateurish in, in its appearance, you know, from where it progressed to now, but it has, a, it's a painting that has a huge amount of meaning to me because it was like, it was like the return. What, what was it? What was, was what was the painting? That for that the painting was actually it was a painting of um, a dragon in a forest, and my two of my children were in it. Uh, mm -hmm. I painted Sam and Charlie in it, 
and it actually hangs up in my sitting room to this day and I'll probably never take it down even though I'll paint yeah. much greater masterpieces than that but yeah. it's just so significant in in uh, the, the reawakening of my passion again yeah. and thereafter that like for the next few years then I, I I was just painting didn't like I would actually not commit I didn't have a huge amount of time to commit to it mm. uh, so I would be quite infrequent with what I painted but and I was also stumbling from one thing to the next you know because I paint a huge variety of different Mm. Uh, I was, and a, a lot, probably a lot of artists might actually resonate with this. They didn't know what their 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 mm. was like, you know. Yeah. So I I start began painting dragons because that's what I had painted in my past. But I found yeah. I didn't have the same enjoyment for them. And then I would paint imaginary landscapes, and then I would jump for to animals, and I was painting anything and everything. Uh, and I was trying almost searching for what was it that I wanted mm. to to the, where where was my yeah is maybe the wrong word for it but where I was going to fit like and all the while mm. at the same time after a few years Amanda was saying the world needs to see these and uh and of course I didn't really want to show anybody because I was just I was just happy to be painting and the thoughts of actually showing them out there to the world was a scary thing yeah uh, yeah yeah no she led me then to uh, or pushed me I should say to go on to exhibit on the railings of Stephen's Green, which was the first time ever displaying my paintings. Like, and, and that was, I didn't sell a single one on the railings that day, but from that weekend, I think I sold my first three paintings and it was the first time I'd ever sold a painting before. So it was like, wow, somebody actually wants to buy one. Like, yeah. wow. It was, it was a pretty incredible feeling. Like, and yeah, yeah, it really kind of began to, to to snowball from there, and and I then was then to the point of, okay, I am really loving this. I am so fulfilled. I am my heart is bursting with joy mm. to be back creating again. So how am I going to be able to find more time to do this? Like mm. that was the biggest challenge. Like mm. and. Uh, and that's when I came to a couple of decisions that were pretty, yeah, pretty important in my life, you know. And that was get rid of alcohol. Yes. Get rid of watching rubbish on the TV, like, you know, because when I look back on my week, I would see that that was where I was actually spending quite a bit of time. My weekend would be taken over by alcohol and, and nothing kills mm-hmm. my creative streak more than that. And yeah. then during the week, sometimes in the evenings, we're taken up by watching complete rubbish on the TV. Yeah. So I said, no, that's not going to be me anymore. I am going to commit my time to what I really love doing and what I want to do. And mm. that will really kind of change things again. And then I also <laughs> I also had a another massive moment. And again, it involved my wife because we were, we're, we're so intertwined in, in our lives. Uh, and... Amanda said to me, you're painting these imaginary landscapes and nobody knows where they are. Like, so why don't you paint somewhere that some that people actually know a real place? And it was put to me that way. And I kind of said to myself, well, if I do that, I'm going to have to look at photographs to get references, you know, to be able to get the dimensions and so on of these places and I always had it in my head that if I painted from like from photographs, I'd be cheap. 
you know, and I kind of question myself and goes, why do I think this? And what is that? Is that belief actually benefiting me or is it holding me back? And I realized then that that's actually holding me back. So I then started then to, I painted my very first place, which was the Cliffs of Mower. And yes. I photographed to get the dimensions correct on it. And then realized that, look, it's actually nothing because you can do your own sea and you can paint your own sky and you can paint your own shadows and sun mm. and all that kind of stuff. Mm. And I think, I think within 24 hours, a lady from Pennsylvania in America contacted me to say she wants to buy it. Like, and it was just like, wow. Like, and then I, from that point on, I began to paint places that people recognized. And yeah. I instantly realized that that was where my, my gift and my ability was really leading me towards. And that was to be a painter of places and I loved it. And I just fell in love with it. And then people then fell in love with the paintings because they were usually places that they recognized or, yeah. you know, people would have a memory of. And it was just, I haven't looked back since, to be honest, which it's just been incredible. Yeah. yeah, because then there's emotion attached to yeah, it. Yeah, there's like, yeah, for sure. You know, I love that painting of the Cliffs of Moore. And then you've got, is it Kim called Kim Bay? No, you can't ackle. Yes, yeah. 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 And out the west here where I am, there's some of the most stunning scenery. So do you generally or does it vary whether you go by photographs or do you do you ever go in person and spend a few hours, take it all in and then or and photograph while you're there and go home? Or does it just depend? A mixture of both. Like I have painted from photographs that I have taken. Um, and I would definitely like we spend a lot of time in nature anyway, and without a yeah. shadow of a doubt, like inspiration comes from being out, you know, whether it's mm. by the sea or whether it's in the forest or up in the mountains, definitely channel inspiration from nature without a shadow of a doubt. But yeah, like people would often, <laughs> people it's the first thing that people there's two questions that people always ask you reoccurring over and over again, and, and one of them is, How long did that take you to paint? Yeah, uh, which is which is a common one. But another one is where do you get your inspiration from? Mm-hmm. And, uh, without a shadow of a doubt, my instant reply is I live in Ireland. And if you live in Ireland, there are 10 million beautiful places to paint in this country. So you're never short of, of inspiration or, or finding things to paint. Mm-hmm. And that has been... You know, whatever, like, I have not, I can't actually remember having what you maybe call artist block, like where mm. I've struggled, you know, for, for weeks or months at a time, not to find something to paint because there's just constant flow of inspiration coming from, from seeing places around this country. Like, so yeah, not, not often. I have visited quite a few of the places, but not all of them uh, yeah, yeah. have I, have I actually physically been to. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah, very good. And I was actually going to say there, yeah, one of my questions was how you get your inspiration. And I know that you guys, you love also love running. So oh, and yeah, you spend yeah. a lot of time out in nature and you've got a great appreciation for that. And that obviously. Not talent lies, though, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I run and that's about it. <laughs> I'm certainly not gifted in that department. Like All it means is one leg in front of the other. No great talent there. I feel like a sack of <laughs> running around the Dublin Mountains sometimes, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. And um, so that obviously gives you that creative space as well, because you need silence to be able to hear and to access to access that point of um, creativity. And I was also going to just say there, um, I was just thinking, I wonder, is it because when you sat down with your children at the table and it came back to you, maybe it's because you weren't trying. Yes, could quite possibly be actually yeah yeah because um, yeah, when you're, when you're actually like it wasn't a decision there you go you know, yeah it wasn't like i'm going to sit down here and 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 yeah rekindle this art career yeah there's nothing like that at all it was just something completely natural like with yeah. a pen with a biro actually i think i was i was drawn yeah like, yeah and, and that's i suppose that's how um i find a lot of well from my from my point of view anyway is a lot of our creativity when the more we do try and control something or or you know force something it, it actually creates a block because then you're using your logical thinking brain rather than your creative yeah yeah space, right Very so much. yeah so when it comes to creativity we need to create space and um <laughs> are you trying to clean me <laughs> clean my face <laughs> i think i've got a little bit blurry but anyway <laughs> Well, you're looking, you're fine this side. Um, Yeah, so it's creating that space. And um, so when you, another of my questions was, what stifles that flow now? You had obviously said, you know, alcohol, for example, which, you know. Yeah, without a doubt. A lot of things (laughs) in our lives, if we allow it, (laughs) you know. (laughs) You know. It it, it did have such, like, and I had great, uh, you know, I've had great memories of, you know, and, and my socializing days were very fun, but yeah. it is definitely a block to your, uh, yeah. to your creativity and to your uh, creative flow. Like, because I like, I'm probably, I don't think I've had a drink now in nearly two years yeah. and getting up at six o'clock on a Saturday or Sunday morning, fresh as a daisy, uh, and and just wanting to wake up and feel the day, and and like uh, often I'm starting painting by about quarter past six, half six in the morning. I love the early morning when it's quiet and there's so much peace. Yeah, and it's definitely yeah. some of my best uh, creations and some of my best times come at that very early yeah. early morning. But yes. alcohol would just used to deprive me of that because you know you're obviously not feeling fresh at all. So no, uh, no. That's no. when I said, no, I'm, I'm going to leave that one in the past as well. Yeah. So you were like, I mean, being talking about mindfulness, then you actually you were you were in that. Well, you made that conscious decision and you were mindful of, you know, gosh, you know, I have this gift. And where am I using my time? I need to relook and I'm going to be proactive and make a decision because a lot of us tend not to be even aware um, and we don't get to do what we want. But when we become mindful and look at how we're using our time and with whom and what we're doing. Yeah. And making that those small changes it's, can actually have such a profound impact on your life. Right. Yes, it can be huge. Like, yeah, because yeah. find the things that you really enjoy and really love doing and do more of it. And that's, yes. you know, it's as simple as that, right? It's yeah. really that simple because you've got to look at it and say, where can I get more time to do these things that I love? And, and mm. I'd always encourage as many people as possible to take up the things, you know, whether it's reading or writing or poetry or running, you know, or painting, 
whatever it is that you really, really enjoy doing, spend more time with it and, and, and really immerse yourself in it. Because I have seen so many times, you know, and heard so many stories of people over the years that, you know, when they come to retirement age and, and they uh, finally come to sit down, they realize that they don't have, you know, they don't have things to do or they don't have things to, to enjoy or they don't have goals or they don't have things that fulfill them. And yeah. when you hear that horrible thing where somebody dies the year after they've retired, like just when you're, you know, that you're, you're supposed yeah. to. And I have an excellent role model in my father who retired at the age of 60 and he's 87 years of age now and he absolutely loves life. And he had a zillion, he painted he fished, he made beer, he made all kinds of things. Like, you know, that way he had a zillion hobbies. Yes. Probably many hobbies. Uh, and he had so many pastimes and he loved them all. And he often says to me that life began again when he retired. You know, life began again at 60 mm. when he retired uh, because yeah. he finally had the time to do the things that he really loved to do. So so it's, mm. it's hugely important. Yeah. Hugely. And yeah, and trying to not also to wait that if you can make the time and also to try, I guess, to try things that maybe we don't realize we're creative at or that, mm. you know, we don't, um, you know, we haven't even tried yet that we might love, even if we're not really good at it. Yeah. You like, know? I would have never, never said like, and for all I, I laugh and say I'm not a, a natural runner. I really do enjoy running around the mountains. Like, and I really do jo- enjoy yeah. being out with fresh, you know, in the fresh yeah, air. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to be really good at it to, to really reap the benefits, right? I wish yeah. I had passion or I wish I had your talent or, or I wish, but you don't know sometimes what you're really, really good at until you try lots of different totally. things. Totally. Yeah. yeah. So stay open and try everything at least yeah. once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it's good, go back for more. <laughs> And it, like it's it's uh, another thing that pro- people will probably often say to me was I, I'd love to be able to paint the way you do and I'd say it's available to everybody if you commit the time to doing it like I have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours painting under my belt to create you know to get to the point where I'm at yeah. now yeah. where I'm, I'm creating the paintings that I'm creating now and, and people will look at them and go that they're you know that they're really good you know they're and, amazing you know yeah. and people will go I'd, I'd love to be able to paint that way but I have committed so much time to making you know to improving and getting better yeah yeah so it's there for people if you wish uh you, you know you obviously need a degree of talent in some aspect but yes. the more you do something the better you get at it and, and the more you that's wish. it yeah yeah you know, I yeah. often say to people, practice, 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 as they say. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm not where I want to be yet either, like, because I know. No, well, if you'll be, yeah, it's, it's a lifetime of growth and yeah. you'll continue. And I'm so glad you refound that talent because you are gifted and you are talented. Every yeah. time I see your artwork, I, it, it takes a lot, but I'm speechless. I'm yeah. like, each, each one I see, I find, I find like I'm standing with my mouth open going, another it's it's breathtaking yeah. <laughs> well so, yes mr delaney you are talented so accept that <laughs> you see such beautiful message from messages from people and it is it's an honor to be able to you know, people will, will message me you know or, or, or ring me or, or or leave a comment to mm. say 
oh my word, you've taken me back to, to where I used mm. to go as a child. And yeah. it's, you know, or, it's just incredible. It's pinch me stuff like yeah. that. that, that and that. internationally, you have people, we'll talk a bit more about, um, well, you know, you have your, your website. Yeah, 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 I went live with my website there. The, the, the only, I think it's about a month ago, like three or four. Wow, uh, yeah. gosh. It took, it took a while to get there. That's but. not, yeah. You were too busy painting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well Dragon done. Fire. Congratulations. What's the yeah. name of that website? And I'll I'll also put it in the link after anyway. It's www.iandelaneyartist.com. So, yeah. Awesome. And do you have an Instagram page? And I know yeah. you have a Facebook page. I do, yeah. I'm mean, Ian Delaney Irish Artist um on instagram and ian delaney irish artist on facebook as well pretty uh, easy to remember then easy. yeah yeah so uh, I, I, the facebook page is probably the one that's i'm most active on and mm. that's usually where i'll post new work um mm. and but yeah the instagram I, I, i'd be active on as well you'll see quite a lot yeah. of my paintings on instagram as well so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and it's and social media has been huge and, and it's been mm it's been great to get my paintings more visible to a lot more people and a larger audience. So and mm. for that, I'm incredibly grateful for as well. Absolutely. So you have a, a global following. Okay. <laughs> There's quite a lot of people that would message me and comment like, so again, yeah, and, and people from all over the world. And, and that again yeah. is, is an incredible honor. Like that, 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 yeah. that you know, people are, are, are staying in touch with me and, and following my work and it's it's yeah. it's great i got people can't wait to see your next one then it's yeah it's yeah do wow. you get do do you get commissioned to do like do people send you photos yeah i would say, I look yeah I, I probably half my year of half my painting years probably taken up with commissions right. and the other half are painting uh then you know places that I, that I have in mind or places that i want to paint yeah. Uh, yeah. I can only paint, I would say, maybe about two paintings before I instantly get drawn back to wanting to paint to see again. There's just something. Right. I love, oh, yeah. I yeah. love painting waves and I love painting the sea and I love painting the coast. So if I, if, I, if, I, if I go off to paint, you know, sometimes people will ask me to paint different things, but I find after about two or three paintings at the most, it's like, I need to paint the sea again. <laughs> you must have been a fisherman in your last life. Yeah. I'm growing a fisherman's beard now. So that's what it <laughs> there's a fisherman in there somewhere in here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and how, how do you, oh, well, two, two things. Um, you must have loved, now I know you're back to work, you had mentioned to me earlier. Um, you must have loved this time at home then. Oh yes, I did. Yeah, I managed a security firm, and it's you know it's, it's you know it's a really good job, and, and I've been in it for many many years, and they're very good to me. Uh, but it's it is obviously I have I don't paint full time. I paint part time and fit yeah. it around. So so for the last five weeks, I was it was incredible to be able to get so much time to paint, which I don't normally get. So yeah. it was in a little piece of heaven, all right, to say the oh, least. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And do you do you have set hours? I'm just thinking things off my head. That I, like I told you, I'm really nosy. <laughs> but do you have? You said you you love painting first thing in the morning. So mm. do you have? Do you have your work and just say, okay, these are my hours. I'm painting now. 
or do you wait till that it comes to you and then you go and do the art your work? I like I will definitely work with how I feel you know yeah Yeah. I'll definitely paint to how I feel and there's times when I'm really looking forward to you know to to paint and and you know and I'll, Mm. and I'll, I'll sit down at the art board and it just won't work and there yeah, are times yeah, when, yeah. when every yeah. paint stroke that you do can be a disaster and it can, you know, in some ways it can be very frustrating like that. Yeah. Uh, and there are other times where everything you touch just turns to gold and it is just mm. like when you're in that flow uh, and I'm more often than not in the, over the last two years, I'm in that flow state more so than not. Wow. Uh, but it's just, yeah, it's magic. But I, I, I'll, you, you, the time just disappears when you're painting as well, you know, because in the blink of an eye, three or four hours can be gone and you don't even feel it. It's just, it's, it's actually crazy how immersed you can sometimes get in it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it, no, I would never paint a set hours, but yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I, I, I would definitely early mornings, first thing in the mornings I love. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, it's like a meditative um, practice, you know, <laughs> and tell me, okay. It, are, are there significant and I know it's a pretty obvious question but I'd like to hear what you have to say you're like oh no what you gonna ask now <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready I'm ready <laughs> nerves um what would you say that this finding this passion again and practicing or painting as well as much as you do has done for your your well-being your mental and emotional health See, it wasn't a bit of a difficult question, was it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it has been incredible because uh, it is without doubt brought me joy. Uh, yeah. And it has brought me for a fulfillment that I didn't think was was okay. genuinely possible. And yeah. the funny thing, and I should actually say as well, that when I painted in my younger days, all my paintings were, were a kind of a, like a black and white, brown like a sepia color there was there was no there was no color in my paintings at all like I, I used to just paint a a like a, a very burnt sienna brown type of painting and oh. when I returned in 2011 I literally exploded into color and and it was just like I think it was a reflection and and people say that art comes from inside you yeah I think yeah. from the, the teenager that I was and that time frame, that was obviously my state of mind and my and my yeah. my personality at that time. Mm. You know, since you know, being married and having kids and the joy that was in my life, my painting just exploded into color and it was and I've never looked back since. Uh but it is, it's an incredible, it's an incredible thing to do what you love, but it's also incredible that people want to have one of my paintings hanging on their on their wall in their home and, and that is an incredible honor and it even makes it even more fulfilling as well so yeah, yeah. so fulfilling it yeah. must be so so fulfilling yeah it is it makes, and, and, yeah. you know i often think wow is, is this going to be my legacy that i leave behind alongside my children will be <laughs> hundreds of paintings that i've done like you know, absolutely yeah, yeah, do you I, ever yeah do you ever have an exhibition I, I did, and, and it was, um, I, I exhibited twice on the railings in Stephen's Green, and at that point, mm. I still hadn't fully comfortably, you know, 
felt that artist title sitting on my shoulder and that all yeah. changed. I had my first solo exhibition uh, in 2018, in March 2018, oh, right. I had my first solo exhibition and it was a pretty, it was a pretty prof- profound moment to see all my paintings on the wall uh, surrounding me and it, it was, it was, it almost felt like I'd arrived because it was the first time that I could actually say to myself, I feel like an artist, like I feel oh. like I can actually comfortably call myself an artist. Because up until yeah. then, I had all those silly notions that sometimes yeah. people have about like, well, you haven't gone to college and you haven't, you know, you haven't studied uh, art and, and all those kind of things. Mm. So you can't be an artist, like you're a manager of a security firm. You're, you know, you're, you, who are you kidding? All those things that sometimes go through your head. But but when I had that solo ex- art exhibition, that was, I think from that moment on, I accepted it comfortably on my shoulders. I am an oh. artist. Yeah, oh, love to hear that. And it just shows you another thing of like listening to that negative self-talk can completely, could completely sabotage someone's dreams oh, and yeah. passions and talent that we need to be very, very aware of what we're saying to ourselves. And thankfully you have your wife there who could knock some sense into you as yeah, well. Yeah, she has <laughs> You know, the foundation pillar in my art journey, I have to say. That's wonderful because, you know, say you were on your own and you listened to that voice, you know, it's almost um, criminal not to share such a a wonderful talent. Yeah, and I listened to that voice in my teenage years and that's probably what led me to stop. Uh, yeah. But yeah. luckily, I was I, I found it again. So for anybody out there that yeah. that has had those passions in the past, you mm. know things that they love to do in the past, and they just yes. put them down, and life gets in the way, yeah. pick them back up again. Find, try and find it again because it will bring you untold joy to find those things that you love. Like yeah, uh, and purpose. You it's like finding your purpose, and not to listen to others. It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks or says this is about you and your gift and what you have to bring and no one else can completely understand that so I'd say don't listen to anybody unless of course it's a wife like Amanda who can push you in the right direction (laughs) surround yourself by those who lift you up and and don't listen to any negative voice that will sabotage any dreams yeah because we all have that at some point certainly as well more when we're younger um I think when I don't know but I think maybe as we get older um that diminishes you know I think yeah, for a lot of people thankfully than ourselves but, yes. but it is yeah. hugely important to surround yourself with cheerleaders and surround yourself with encouragers and people that are going to actually yeah. say you can do it and, and yes. without a doubt like because it's yeah. it's immensely important when when you're you know especially for you know, in what I'm doing and creative because it's so personal, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I'm like, I was always a pretty confident person socially and, and being able to chat to people and all that kind yeah. of stuff, uh, you know, and being put in, into to different environments I was fine with. But when it came to my painting, I was just incredibly shy and incredibly, uh, it was incredibly personal to me. So yeah. it is, it, it yeah. wouldn't take much you know at that beginning when you have that first yeah you know ember of a dream for somebody sure. to snatch it away with just one if one or two you know ill-timed or or, or yeah. you know mean comments like so you've yeah or you know that could be that person on a bad day and, yeah. and a person who's actually envious of what you're doing yeah 
Yeah, you know, you don't. So, know. so li listen to what's in here and follow your your gut and your dream. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, wonderful! So, oh, I, I just I love these stories. It's like Ian and his love story for art. I'm going to check my Facebook page and just see if there's anything. Um, otherwise, um, I'm sure people can um, follow back and send in a message. Yeah, However, Ian, yeah. I, and I'll go, in the meantime, while I'm looking here, yeah, we'll just just remind of where if anybody if anybody has any commissions, they can well, they can contact you. Where is best on Facebook? Yeah, you can contact me on Facebook. As I said, Ian Delaney, Irish artist, is my Facebook page. Or I have, like, I'm probably, a lot of people might email as well. So it's Artist at gmail.com. So, yeah. Feel yeah. Free. Yeah. Great. Well, we have a lovely lady here, Donatella, says hi. Hi, Donatella. Yeah. And um, somebody says, we don't look too bad on camera. That's <laughs> <laughs> probably my wife. Laura. Uh, that's Laura. Um <laughs> I'm sure that's when you're in the flow, Ian. Yeah, uh, that's from um, Donatella. Okay, and Alan Brennan, he loves the beard, Ian. It really suits you. <laughs> is it painted on? <laughs> <laughs> All I need now is, uh, is a curled mustache and a beret and the transformation will be complete. There you go. <laughs> we won't know who you are. Yeah. Oh, it's been absolute pleasure and delight talking to you Ian oh, and you, yeah. I really I, I I constantly keep updated with your art and I will do I will spread the word as you know I want to use one of your paintings as my um cover picture on Facebook wow. yeah I'd be I honest yeah yeah but uh, unfortunately uh it's the I can't get the right size but maybe we can talk about that yeah yeah <laughs> Because <laughs> to be yeah, able yeah. to look at your art every day, oh, it's just, it would be so good for the soul. Yeah, thank you so, so, so much. So if you ever want to come down to Galway, I'm right by the sea, you're very welcome to come yeah. and enjoy and yeah. um, pick Most up, when, when we're allowed to travel, that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Pick so up good. on some yeah. of the lovely landscapes. Yeah, yeah. Well, Sue, thanks thank for sharing your so time. Fun. Yeah, I really appreciate it, Sue. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just going to, okay, we can say goodbye to everyone.